This podcast has been brought to you by Float and by extension, FloatFest. Float is a great new social media app that is all about free speech. You don't want to get censored? Are you tired of Facebook? Are you tired of Twitter? Join Float, F-L-O-T-E dot A-P-P. Check it out right now. And FloatFest is put on by the makers of Float out in the wilds of Texas, where hundreds of freedom-loving individuals gather to express their free speech and their free will amongst each other every year. Stay tuned, folks. You'll hear a lot more about it. Hey there, folks. All right, we are going to try this way instead. Welcome to Liberty Meat Solutions. Uh, normally would be live, but uh, Liberty Meat Solutions podcast. This will be episode two. I did try to record this a little bit ago, and turns out when you're on the road and your data connection is kind of crappy, you still do come in really choppy to uh, StreamYard, apparently. You still do need to have a solid data connection. It's actually streaming directly to the server, I guess. So instead, since I've started using Anchor for the audio side of the podcast, which I do need to sit down and get all my syndication set up, but since I'm doing that, what I'm going to go ahead and do is use Anchor while I'm here on the road. Pardon any background noise. I'm going to record this podcast because it can only be an audio only today. Um, I don't want to try to video stream while I'm on the road. It's just too much of a headache, and it's not really the safest thing. So we're going to record the audio, download it, and then re-upload it to StreamYard and stream it probably to Float, Twitch, YouTube, and probably later on I'll do Facebook Live or something like that. I'm not too concerned about Facebook, but it's there, so I'll use it. And I'll, of course, upload it as an actual audio podcast as well. And uh, we'll just see. We'll kind of push this idea out to as many different platforms as we can and sort of see what sticks. Um, definitely, please follow me on Float. Follow me on uh, on YouTube. Please follow me on YouTube. If you're listening to, to me here, hit that follow button and uh, try to share it with some friends that might be interested in learning about meat processing at home, about food freedom. Because once I get 300 followers on youtube then i can actually sync an odyssey account to it which would be great it's a great way to back things up i didn't realize you have to have a minimum number of subscribers for that to work and so now we're we're going to try to push that and make sure we get that 300 anyways the purpose of today's podcast uh and i i don't know that i plan to do this as a daily thing it's probably going to be just as as things come up while the thoughts are fresh in my mind but uh i was on yesterday we talked about sausage casings we answered uh, some some uh questions there for uh, for brian and anybody else who was curious about sausage casing so if you listen to that thank you today though um i'm on my way back from my trip I had mentioned yesterday out uh, near the location of FloatFest. We're doing some work with some individuals out there consulting on uh, their own meat processing needs. And uh, met up with my buddy from FloatFest who lives nearby. He showed up the first year and uh, just because he was kind of skeptical and curious what in the world is going on out here with all these folks. And uh, he found out that uh, there's a bunch of people out there that think a lot like him and uh, are all about uh, freedom and liberty and wanting to avoid, uh, you know, the government coming in and telling you how to live your life. 
So he hit it off. He came out and he hung out and partied with us the entire time last float fest. He was there every night but one this float fest. And uh, we had some talking to do. So him and I might be kind of teaming up. He uh, His property is very close. It's just down the road. And he raises meat, but he's also a meat cutter. So he's got a lot he can contribute to. I know next year I want to scale up what I was doing rather than just show up and, and uh, you know, serve barbecue and stuff. I want to be able to be more involved in the event. And I'm really starting to lean more towards the educational and the consulting side of my business. So I think uh, bringing something like that to Float Fest is going to be great rather than just barbecue. I'm also hoping to put on some demonstrations, some talks, uh, some Q&A and everything as an actual scheduled part of the event for, for live meat cutting and demonstrating some of these things. But playing into that, we're very heavily considering doing a lamb butchering and processing workshop that would take place a day or two before Float Fest. Uh, so folks who were wanted to be involved, it'll be a small number. We'll have to take, uh, you know, we'll have to sell tickets and, and, and figure that all out and, and figure out. We, we don't have any numbers yet that on it. We don't have dates. We're, we haven't even confirmed for sure where Float Fest is going to be. I'm going to assume it's going to be the same place. But this is all just thinking out loud. So we'll do, we'll, people could fly in, drive in or whatnot a day or two early, and we'll have an event over at his place, private property, where probably, depending, I mean, depending on the amount of attendees, we're going to try to keep it manageable, um, probably do like two lambs somewhere in that neighborhood. Now, the deal with that is your ticket, you're actually going to be buying a portion of that lamb, um, but we're all going to get involved together and learn how to process this animal. So at the end of the day, realistically, a part of the, this is it would be y'all's. But the deal would be this. So every one of you who wanted to be involved in that would end up taking some of that lamb home. I mean, we could take that, package it up and everything after the breakdown sections and ice everything down, keep it cold so you could just grab it on your way out, uh, have, your, have it labeled up with your name and everything so everybody gets what they need. But... Since we're doing live demonstrations and the live cuts, we also have a whole barbecue operation going on. And if this last year taught us anything, it's that that's going to be more than a one-man gig. So you come in, we do some slaughtering, and you hang out, and we chill. And we, we all talk, we have a great night, figure out a way for everybody to stay, camp out, however many people we want to involve in this. And then we move the whole train over the float fest and we get all this set up. So those who'd be involved in that side in the workshop would be involved in the processing side as well. You'll be back here behind the butcher block with me. You'd be back here with him. You would be back here working on this processing with us. But also, we'll take a portion of this and to folks that we're still figuring out how to do this, we might just sell them a commemorative plate and they come and get some, you know, if they want to be involved. Folks who actually want to partake in the lamb itself, we're also going to be demonstrating the best ways to cook it, especially, you know, doing it over an open fire. We're going to be actually cooking it up and y'all will get the pleasure, the honor of serving it. 
But while doing so, you also get to relay your experience to those people who came in and they, they want to partake in that lamb and they've, they've uh, you know, done what they need to to be a part of this as well, even if they didn't, didn't want to partake in the slaughter portion or there just wasn't room. So they're going to come up, get a plate. You get to talk to them back and forth. They get to ask you questions. You get to relay, you know, what the experience was like for you, um, what you might do differently or the same. Did you take anything away from it? Uh, were there very important observations that you made? Um, a lot of discussion that can happen there. And you're going to bring a perspective that I can't. I mean, this is what I do for a living. So not to say that I'm jaded or whatnot, but there's a lot of things of when you're, you do something for a living, when you do that day to day, I'm not necessarily seeing the things that are the obvious questions that are right in front of me because I'm so immersed in the topic. And that happens with a lot of topics. So someone who has fresh eyes can probably answer questions that I would never even think that someone would ask. So you can get involved in that. The whole time you're going to have people who are experienced in meat cutting and meat processing there. So we'll be able to answer hopefully all your questions, give you some advice, point you in the right way. If you want to sit down and talk to me about uh, how to make summer sausage or something, that's fine. We're going to have plenty of time to chill between this and, and during Float Fest as well. So... Here you are, you're serving food, you know, and all that. Well, to help offset the fact that you're paying for a ticket, you're coming to Float Fest, you're traveling and everything like that, um, it's obviously going to be a monetary expenditure for you or whatnot. But since you're contributing and you're putting in that effort, we'll put a tip jar out there. And this last year when I my stubborn ass actually put out a tip jar the last couple of years, people treated it very well. So it's not like you're out there just slinging food for free either. And it would be probably like a one or a two day type thing. And if somebody just wanted to hang out and help out, that's great. That's awesome. You know, we may even uh, pay you for serving for the entire event. But for that time when we're serving that lamb, you get to be a part of it. You get to come back here and actually be involved in the process. And then, you know, y'all get to split the tips at the end. So that's uh, kind of a cool thing there. And I'd like to see more people get involved. You know, not just be a participant, not just be walk by, get involved in the event and share your experiences. And uh, I know that does kind of sound like we're asking you to come do work <laughs> and you're paying to come do work. And that's sort of the case. But if you've been to an event like this, a festival like this, you understand that showing up and vending or serving folks or doing something like that, it's not necessarily... Uh, an unpleasant thing. It's awesome because you're in a position to now everyone's coming up to you and talking to you and you're making connections and you're you're learning these people's names and their stories. And it's it's cool. So if we have, say, five, ten people there, we won't need five, ten people to be serving, but you all can bounce around and take turns. And, you know, sort of some one guy's over here making sandwiches and handing stuff out and whatever, but everybody gets a chance to sit there and talk because that's the other thing when you're serving food you know you're going to end up with a line and you don't want to have you know five ten people stand there in line while you have a 20-minute conversation about what just happened so having that that whole pool of those who are are participating available there to talk answer questions jump in you know just want to get everybody involved and have it be this community effort i basically we'd be asking you to you know, pay to be a part of this workshop, but uh, being a part of this workshop, you also are kind of part of a, a community, a little village, you know, we're to be the little village butchers. 
and we're all going to go over and we're going to set up our little butcher and barbecue shop and you all are a part of that little butcher family during the whole event so there you go and if you're thinking man i don't know if i want to go to float fest and hang out with all these random people uh, I don't really know anybody that's going. Well, I promise you, by the time that you show up uh, and, and you end up having to help skin and slaughter uh, a sheep with us, by the time we even get to Float Fest, we're all family. We're all there. There's that connection there. Uh, it's 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 crazy how it happens. You sit, you have these conversations, uh, you make these connections with folks, and when you leave, it's it's like you know when kids have to leave summer camp. And they, they know that it's going to be a whole year till they see all their friends again. It's, it's really kind of a unique thing, and it's not an experience very many of us uh, ever seem to get. It's the first time I've ever really experienced it, going to the, my first Float Fest. Uh, this last year was the second, so we'll be looking towards the third. Now, what I'm hoping from y'all is that you can give me some feedback here. I would really like to talk to some folks who have put on other butchering workshops uh, kind of in this space I know there's been a few others that have gone down I like to hear how you guys structured it how it worked out for you uh, what you charged because uh, we want to come up with a fair price we want to make sure that everybody's kind of covered I don't want to charge people an, uh, an arm and a leg I'm not trying to do this to make a bunch of money but uh, we do want to make sure it's worth everybody's time and the investment and to cover the animals and meat's not getting any cheaper so we're working that out. We don't have any hard data yet, but I'd love opinions. I'd love uh, some input from any of you who would be interested in coming to a workshop like this. And you'd be working on working on sheep, but those skills translate almost identically to goat to, to deer. Um, you can scale it up to work on a cow the same way, but you're not going to get the same beef cuts you're used to doing it the way you'd break down a lamb. Most of the skills translate very well over to pork. And uh, we can bounce some ideas back and forth, too, and try to demonstrate and show that. Who knows? Maybe somebody will shoot a few wild hogs right before, and we can throw in a little bit of pork processing as well. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of time to figure it out. But tell me what you would want to see. Tell me what you would want to experience, what things you would look for, what things you'd be trying to learn. Uh, What are the most burning questions? And... uh, not that I'm fishing for what, you know, or, or trying to negotiate here, but what would you be willing to pay for a workshop like that? What, what would be a reasonable financial outlay for you to uh, basically have two to three days of fully immersed animal processing, hands-on experience uh, with folks that do this for a living teaching you? Um, and just just give me an honest number on that, and we're going to try to come out with something that uh, everybody walks away happy with. I always like to under-promise and over-deliver, but what I will say is whatever number we settle on and whatever number of tickets we decide to sell, I firmly believe that anybody who does attend is going to feel like they got more than what they invested into it back. And not only that, it's a great networking opportunity and there's going to be a lot of other people there at float fest who are already doing this or who are already homesteaders and raising animals so it's a great place to come to learn and talk to other people and connect and get that nitty-gritty if you're not if you're not already raising animals and trying to consider you know home processing maybe you're looking at getting into homesteading raising a few animals and you just want to learn how to do the butchering before you actually get the animals, which I think is a great idea. I feel like everybody who's raising an animal for meat, whether they choose to or not, should be capable of or understand how to process it themselves because the world's a crazy place. 
you never know. Uh, the last few years, trying to get an animal processed has been a nightmare. So I feel like there's a serious need for more folks to learn how to process at home. And I'd love to be able to teach you all that skill. I'd love to be able to share that. I'd love to involve other people uh, and just kind of get this whole ball rolling. So give me some feedback. I really appreciate it. And like I said, please subscribe to the YouTube. Now, we've also been tossing around the idea of maybe potentially doing a poultry workshop. I personally hate processing poultry, but I'm willing to get involved to, to do this. Uh, I just do my own coals a few times a year. I don't focus on them for meat birds. But uh, my friend I was visiting with, he does his own. And he just hand plucks. He doesn't even use a plucker. So I think it's probably a great skill to learn. Uh, a great kind of just hands-on workshop for a beginner, for somebody who's never plucked a chicken before, who's never processed a chicken before, come in and work with a couple of professional butchers who can show you how to part it out and do it properly, but learn how to pluck it without equipment. And I'll tell you what, it's work, but probably be something like, you know, maybe you do two chickens and uh, you're going to take one home, the other one goes to the house type thing, and that's going to help keep costs reasonable. Um, just an idea. Um, there's... I know there's been some uh, interest in something like that. Maybe we could pull off something like a rabbit processing workshop, uh, but uh, it would be down to sourcing animals, and, and we'll, we'll see. But is there something in that space that you would like to, like to see, like to experience? Is there a certain class you know, involving meat processing that you would uh, like, to, like to be able to take? Maybe there's something that I can work out. And maybe I can do something before or, or after the next float fest, too. Maybe there's a way for us to, to work something else in another time of the year. I don't know yet. Let me know what you think. I also did notice while touring his property, uh, there's a lot of wild edibles and just, just plants growing out in, you know, side of the house, pastures or whatnot. And a lot of folks, including him, didn't really, aren't, aren't really very versed in the local forageable plants. Not just things that we planted. There's a lot of wild edibles out there. Like, for example, lamb's quarters. Growing all over the place. A lot of people don't know what in the world's lamb quarters is. It's actually a pretty decent edible plant. I'm not a big plant eater myself. I'm not big on greens, but I do like them a little bit now and then. And uh, I do like them uh, fried up. I mean, everything's better fried. But lamb's quarter is a great, a great uh, you know, green frying herb. Not to mention, you can kind of use it just like, you know, say spinach on a sandwich. So, it's good to know. There's a lot of other things out there that are edible, though. Blackberries are coming up right now. Um, during Float Fest, uh, next year, I don't know. If it's earlier, we probably won't see any ripe blackberries yet. This time of year, they're really starting to come in. There's a lot of other things out there. and I could walk around and probably pick everything out and uh, figure out what's, uh, what's worth noticing. Uh, of course, any plants that are sort of, you know, a, a, a toxin, something you want to avoid. Uh, but point out things like fodder plants, things that are going to actually be useful for uh, feeding livestock. Like mulberry, for example. There's tons of that out there. And a lot of this is just freely available out here in the open, just growing in a pasture. Or my area, Texas, I'm near a national forest. There's so much stuff out there, and very few folks pay attention to or know what it is. Um, I've been interested in it since I was young. My grandfather was an herbalist and a gardener, and I kind of caught that bug. I'm not going to claim to be an expert. I'm not going to claim to know everything or know every local wild plant, but I do kind of make it an effort uh, to study them. Whenever I, I move to a new area, I'll sit down and I just try to immerse myself into figuring out what everything around me does. And I think that's a skill that so many people would really benefit from. So not saying I want to 
run a paid workshop or something on it. But during that sort of hanging out process and, you know, that pre-float fest or whatnot, be nice to maybe do just like a little walk and talk. We'll walk around the pasture, have a look at things and discuss different plants and their uses and, uh, you know, or maybe even talk about, hey, if this was my little spot of land here, what would I do with it? And just run some of those mental exercises. So there's so much that can go on and I want to get folks boots on the ground involved with finding their own food freedom, their own liberty and connecting with other people that do. So we can form this network of whatever each of us can't produce, someone else can. And every time I've been to an event like this, the last two, all two times I've been there, I make so many connections. I meet so many cool people. It's totally, totally worth it. If you've not heard of Float Fest, uh, it's put on by the uh, the crew of Float. It's floats.app, F-L-O-T-E. I keep mentioning it. I should tell you all that y- y'all may not be on Float. So check it out. Um, they are going to be a non-censorship. They're a free speech platform. They're, uh, they're trying to be what Facebook or Twitter should be, where you can go and actually speak your mind. And if you don't like what you see of someone else, well, there's a block button and you can use that. But nobody's going into float jail, to my knowledge. Nobody is, uh, is getting kicked off of float because they said uh, they said something that may be seating down in the government or something silly like that. It's a place where people can go and freely express ideas. It's still new. It just came out of beta. They're working on a lot of bugs, but they're improving it every day. So give it a try. However, that awesome group of liberty-minded folks last year out in the middle of Texas put on a great party and not just a party though it was a bunch of liberty-minded folks that all got together all spoke on all these different topics um, shared their experiences traded in you know cryptocurrencies and bartered and taught each other how to use these these new technologies and it was just this great networking experience we all camped out. Uh, there was no power. There was uh, We had access to running water, but that was about it. And everybody came out and just hung out on this 150-acre place and had an awesome time. This year, same place. We did it about a month later. It was a little bit hotter. And, boy, there were some long days. I came out with uh, I, this year instead of just showing up with a few things to trade and ended up uh, cooking for a bunch of people. I came to cook on purpose. There was about probably seven, 800 people out there. Uh, I, I fed a lot of people for a lot of days. We were all out there for four and a half, five days. Some amazing speakers, some big names. Uh, I mean, we had Jack Spearco out there. We had Spike Cohen. We had Dr. Andrew Kaufman. We had, uh, I'm missing so many. I'm missing so many names. So many people in, the, in different cryptocurrencies. So many people more in the whole liberty, uh, maybe even anarchy, freedom mo- movements. There were so many different diverse people and opinions from all over the country all over the world we had several people there from australia uh we had people from mexico people from canada all kinds of people and all kinds of just amazing connections they're going to do it again next year and i you know i'm going to be there so uh this year instead of just showing up and serving some barbecue I'm hoping to show up and uh, and actually serve some some knowledge as well. 
Uh, during the entire time that I sat and I cooked for folks, there was a ton of great discussions, conversations. It was uh, just just a great experience for everybody involved. But I had so many folks that kept asking me things like, where do I find a guy like you in my area who could come and teach me how to process my animals? And I, I you know, I was kind of at a loss a little bit. I, I don't know what to tell you. I can give you some referrals if I know somebody in your area. And I know a few people in my region, but I'm just one guy in Southeast Texas. And I've, I've been looking to do more uh, online education type stuff, more, uh, more e-content. And I'm hopefully going to be able to get that ball rolling. Uh, my data connection, this, there's a lot to be, uh, a lot of improvement in that neighborhood needed. But I'm going to try. But what I'm really wanting to focus on is this Liberty Meat Consultants being more than just me. Or pardon me, Liberty Meat Solutions as my consulting company being more than just me. I want uh, to get others involved. If you are in this space, if you are someone who does mobile processing, who processes your own stuff, who's run workshops, who does your own home processing on any different species, um, if you're more involved in the, the legalities of it. Uh, if you're heavily involved in the food freedom movement in any sector, if you are, uh, inv- you know, if you got a lot of experience with farm shares, CSAs, get with me. Let me know. Talk to me about it. Um, if you're somebody who uh, just would like to do a little bit of, uh, you know, a video content or web editing or something like that for that, or if you're a blogger and you're, you're in this space and you're talking and you'd like another place to uh, get your content out there, let me know. We'll figure something out. I'm looking to try to make this uh, a big thing. Somewhere like a, a, a place to point people when they're going, how do I learn this? So let me know. Let's get involved. Let's, uh, let's team up on this. And for the rest of you folks, if you're on Telegram, we started a Telegram chat a couple days ago and it's blown up. We have like 35 people in there now. Uh, it's, you might be able to just find it on Telegram. I can try to post the links. Uh, if I don't get the links posted up and you're looking for it, go ahead and message me. Uh, I'm Liberty Meet Solutions on Telegram. There's Liberty Meet Chat. Find that chat group and go ahead and, uh, go ahead and try to join. We should be approving you. I will post a link up, an invite link for that later on once I get uh, everything settled in here, hopefully. Uh, but you can find me uh, just t.me slash Liberty Meat Solutions, all one word, on Telegram. Also, Josh Phoenix. Uh, if you get over to float, F-L-O-T-E dot A-P-P, you can find me there at Liberty Meat. It'll, it'll be Liberty Meat Solutions, but you can just put in Liberty Meat um, and Josh Phoenix as well. Now, that Telegram chat, that's awesome. That's folks uh, who are just interested in this space, who are wanting to learn, uh, or who, you know, have something to contribute. And uh, we've even had some stuff pop in there earlier. Like, hey, somebody's like, hey, I'm looking to, to get some pork. I'd like to, to get some pork from a local producer. And one guy had just commented that he's uh, got a bunch he needs to get processed, and he's, he's trying to figure out how to do that. So we can be linking people up who are interested in, you know, a free market exchange, of however they choose to do so. If you're looking for something in particular, it's probably a good place to ask. If I don't know, somebody else might. They might be able to point you in the right direction. So it's all about everything that this podcast is about. But it's just come in and bullshit. Come in and chat. So come check it out. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close this broadcast out. I've been rambling and ranting on the road for way too long. But I'm going to be putting it out on Anchor. 
It should pop out to Spotify. Once syndication's all back in place, it should be on Apple Podcasts and every other podcast player that you can think of. And then on top of that, I'm going to be live streaming it here on, like I said, uh, Facebook eventually. But first, Float, YouTube, and Twitch. Hopefully, Odyssey eventually, once y'all give me up to 300 subscribers on YouTube. Appreciate it, y'all. Stay free and be safe.